for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another Live and Amplified Livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. We are live at In a Jam down by the river. Uh, we have another amazing musician sitting with us. We have Lily Milford, formerly of Lily and the Implements. This is kind of an uh, interesting uh, setup because this will be your last show as Lily and the Implements. Uh, how are things going for you today? Busy, busy. Hey. Been busy lately. Busy's good, Had though. a day off, yeah. went home, came back out for this and so you drove from temple right yes nice um that's do you you don't still live in temple you live in austin i do right? okay i'm in austin a lot though okay. like i don't could totally be right in saying that i'm living in austin yeah that's fair um so for the people that are just getting to meet you for the first time or getting introduced to you kind of break down a little bit of who you are and kind of what you're all about um, Lily Milford from East Texas, been around Temple since about 08, started singing and writing in about 2013, well before, but yeah. as actually performing. And then it took me till about 2019 to get a band, and then, uh, you know, how bands go. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I remember when I first moved to Waco in October 2019, you... There was a few bands that I had found on Facebook through, you know, Facebook doing Facebook things. And I saw, did you used to play at O'Brien's a lot? That's the first place I ever played any any chords on a guitar. Nice. Little I, two chord songs, they lasted probably a minute. Yeah. Um, when I first moved here, I, I saw- like my ex-boyfriend. Well, but. Was, oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, when I first moved here, that was the first place that I uh, was introduced to you was at O'Brien's or through the O'Brien's Facebook page. And home forever. Yeah. Um, so let's just kind of jump into this for real quick because you brought it up about this being the last show as Lily and the yeah. Implements. What's going on there? Or Well, we all got together in 2019. I had a show in Austin at Swan Dive and called Wesley Perryman up see if he would you know do a trio thing with me because my friend Lauren Diamond called and said it has to be a trio pick this up for me please and he said he knew a drummer named Evan Shepard that would be interested they just met like a week before and been talking about doing their own shows together and uh, so I went out there to just practice the songs get everything you know put together and this guy John Napier walks in in these bell-bottom jeans like up above the boots it was really cool and he apparently swore that he wouldn't play bass. He decided to pick it up about four or five songs in, and then we all just wanted to play together more, so we kept doing it. And then for whatever reasons, you know, life happens. Uh, I know Wes has got a whole farm and family, you know, like John's living in Canyon Lake. Uh, everybody, you know, has reasons, but yeah, yeah everybody kind of dipped out a few months ago. I've been trying to keep it going with a couple of shows that I still yeah. had, so I've just been picking guys up to do the shows I've left, and this is the last one. Fair so I'm going to retire that name afterwards. Nice. And uh, are you going to go solo, or what's mm. kind of the plan? It'll just be more of a Lily Milford band situation, okay. but I'm horrible at naming things, so I don't know what to call it. Hey, Lily Milford band works. Yeah. Like, you know, it's one of those things, because I've, I've had a few people on the podcast 
today, just today even, like, that they're going more that route where it's, like, they're bringing in more of the hired gun. Like, they're the front person because they yeah. can book the shows as they see fit. And then whoever can make the shows, that's your payday. That's cool. That's great for you, yeah. you know. And so it, it's... There's something to be said for those guys that'll be there, though, because they loved it. Yeah. Like, my dudes. Yeah. yeah. But, but I'm glad I got to experience that. Yeah. It, it's just one of those things where it's... Unfortunately, as as we kind of grow in life, other people want different things, and music becomes more or less important. And it's just, mm-hmm. yeah. it's fortunate, unfortunate. You know, it yeah. just kind of depends on how you look at it. Um, so, is did you you mentioned that you didn't play in a jam last year? Did you play the first year? Or no, this is my this first time. time. Okay, nice. Um, what are you looking forward to about the festival? I'm ready for it to get dark. Yeah ready to see the sun I mean the moon the sun's going away the moon shining off that river as we all play our songs you're not the first person to say I wish it gets dark quicker because it was hot out this afternoon very hot I bet so. yeah I was running around doing all kinds of errands moving stuff in and out of my house I feel that. it was hot yeah uh, so where are you kind of at uh, creatively right now obviously with the changeover and bands and stuff are you are you just kind of writing? Where, where are you kind of at there? I've been writing. Um, I was prepared to put an album in this month up in Norman, Oklahoma with some buddies. And just, you know, again, things happen, yeah. you know? Uh, so this month isn't going to happen. We've talked about putting it off for a couple of months. We might start in January okay. and then release it in April, which would be really funny because that's when I released the last one. Well, June-ish, yeah. about the same time. Gotcha. But yeah, it's um, a new album. It's going to be dedicated to my father, who passed away in 2020. And um, he was a musician himself. He used to play in Houston and Pasadena, and he moved out to California for a bit. And when he passed away, I, I was just thinking about the quietness in the house when I was staying with him before. And so I started writing this stuff, and then like all the guys knew I needed help. You know, yeah. some of the dudes took me to the funeral. They knew I needed some, yeah. you know, help. And uh, they helped me put words together, lines together, and it turned into this song called Golden Line, and I'm going to record that as the single. And then a bunch of songs he wrote back in the 70s and some stuff that I've never put out. That's awesome. That's really cool. And it's, uh, so first off, sorry for the loss of your father. I lost my mother in 2021, so. Sorry for your loss. Yeah. Uh, pancreatic cancer, so. Sorry. It's, uh, it, you know, it's just one of those things where it kind of gets hard to keep going and moving forward. Like, you as a musician, you kind of had an outlet to put some of your stuff out there, you know, so that was, that, that had to be interesting and impact your writing in a certain, at least in a certain way, right? Yeah, it was interesting because I hit a wall. Like, I'd written this whole thing out, but I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And I hit a wall and I couldn't do it anymore. So, like, you should have that creative outlet, right, as an artist. Yeah. But sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. Sometimes you stop what you were able to do yeah. to grieve. It's really good to have people around you that will help you. Yeah, and I'm sure having the band around you in whatever iteration it was at that point, that had to be very helpful as well. It was. It really was. Awesome. So, uh, you're playing tonight. What do you, what do you play? It's 7.30? 7 to 7.45. 7 to 7.45, so I won't keep you too much longer here because... I want to keep you. It's fine. Don't want to make you late to your set, even though I'm it's excited for-, for the guys that are playing with me tonight. One of them I haven't met yet. His name's Mitchell Pyatt. Uh-huh. He was uh, suggested to me probably more than before I ever actually even asked him. 
uh, Brian White from the Damn Quills said, you need a drummer down there, you call Mitchell Pyatt. So yeah. I did. And nice. I know his dad, Rodney Pyatt. Everybody loves his guitar playing. So I'm like, you know, Apple doesn't far too far from the tree usually. Yeah, for sure. And then Jack Pirtle on guitar and Scott Nichols, old friend of mine from Temple on bass. Nice, nice. That's And so uh, when people see you play tonight or when anybody comes to one of your shows, what obviously it might be a little bit different now moving forward, but for Lily and the Implements, what kind of a show can they expect? I think it'll be the same, but more country. Like, I like I like the twanginess, mm-hmm. and I think my dudes didn't like that as much as I do, so fair I'm going to get my chance to be as twangy as I want. Fair enough, fair enough. And then uh, you'd mentioned that you're hopefully going to get into the studio and start recording in January. Yep, January. Yep. That's the month. Uh, do you? Is it going to be singles or full project or what? It's do you a whole do? album. Whole al- yeah. album. How, how Highlighting many, Golden Line. How many uh, albums have you released? I've only had one and a half, and okay. I say one and a half because when I was nine years old, I helped my dad with an album and I okay. sang with him. And one of those was my song, so I can yeah. claim it a little. Yeah, for sure. It's never been released, but <laughs> maybe one day. Nice. And. For, for this upcoming recording session, uh, what's kind of going through your mind as you prepare? Obviously, it's been... I'm terrified. Quite, oh, you're terrified? Why are you terrified? Because I've never had to lead a band on my own. The one time I was in studio as an adult was with guys that have already done this before, mm-hmm. especially John Napier. He knows how this goes. And yeah. Chet Himes, he picked Chet Himes, John did. And, like, they know how it goes, and I was just learning. And now I'm going to go in and have to tell people myself. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah. But I'm, I'm doing everything I can to prepare for it. And are you um, recording in Oklahoma? Or? Yes, okay. Norman. Is Bell Lab Studio. Okay. Why you? Why are you going up to Oklahoma and not stay in like Austin? I want that. I just want that feeling of it, you know. Okay. A lot of my friends from Oklahoma just play and exist in a different way, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what I, I want. That authentic dirt. Yeah. Like I want yeah. it. So once this uh, album gets recorded and released, what's the plan after that? Are you going show, doing shows, tour? I'd rather stay home. I'm a homebody. Okay. But I got to do what I got to do. Yeah, fair. And um, just kind of going on from there, uh, outside of like outside of music and stuff like that, what do you do to relax? What do you do to kind of Outside? Get a, yeah, outside I... of music shell up really tight <laughs> and I don't talk to anybody for at least 24 hours if I can get away with that I've tried to do that it never works it, yeah it doesn't you end up spending like eight hours on your computer booking yeah. I, I used to try and take it where I would put my phone on silent and hide it somewhere in my room and then, then you I, get the anxiety yeah then I get yeah. the anxiety and then it's like wait where's my phone where is it it never works it just never works. the only time that I've ever successfully been able to do it was the time that I left my phone. I was going on vacation and I accidentally left my phone at home. But that was nice. You had to get over it, right? I had to get over it initially, yes, but you know, it was one of those things where I was with a bunch of, bunch of buddies and so I wasn't too worried about not being able to, like if I, we got stuck somewhere, it's like, okay, I'm not the only one here. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's uh, definitely interesting. Um, and then just other than that, if anybody wants to check out your music or um, are you, so with this, actually before we go there, uh, with this rebrand, are you going to redo all your socials? Are you going to get rid of I, all the Lily and the Implement music? I would or? never get rid of that. Okay. That is a special place in my life. Okay. <laughs> and uh, those guys are. 
but um, I've requested to change the name mm -hmm. on Facebook. But honestly, I feel like let's leave that up as like a cute little tombstone. <laughs> Fair enough. So I'm gonna start it over, but um, maybe, yeah. But you can find all the rest of our stuff on Spotify or whatever you choose to use, Apple Music or I don't know, all of them. I actually don't have any. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And then um, just for the young musicians out there, what piece of advice do you have for the young ones? Piece of advice. Don't do it. No, I'm kidding. You're the third person that's done that today. I bet we all said it. Um, I don't know how to give anybody advice for it, to be honest. If I could say anything, just always do what you think is best. Everybody has an opinion in this business, and it ain't always right. Do what you really feel. If you're feeling it, people keep telling you no, but you keep feeling it, do it. I was going to ask, if you didn't have a piece of advice, what keeps you going? But There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just Aside kinda, from don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just one of those things where trying to find your reason why you're doing the things that you're doing is always important. Mm -hmm. that, that would be, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well... Um, before we wrap up, though, I uh, just want to thank you once thank again you. for jumping on here. I'm glad we finally got to do this. Hopefully I will be able to. I promise I've told almost everybody I will not be such a homebody when it comes to shows. I've literally. OK, so I've lived in Waco for three years. I've been to. Two shows in Waco. And mm -hmm. one of them was at Lakeside Tavern, which that's a very weird. I don't know if you've ever been there or played yeah. there. Okay. Yeah, I haven't played there, but I've been there. Yeah, it, it's a little bit of a weird spot for me. It's not my vibe. I like it. So to speak. Um, and then I went to a uh, festival at a, at a brewery. There was like a beer fest thing a couple months ago. That was kind of cool. But I do need to get out more. I recognize that. Oh, me so. too. My girlfriend's been taking me to so many shows, and I'm just like, are you going to kill me? Like, yeah. you're going to drive me to the ground. We went and saw the chicks the other night in oh, Dallas. Nice. Amazing. Both of us too exhausted to do it, but damn it. I'm oh, sorry. Is no, okay? you're good. You're but good. Dad gummit, we did it. <laughs> she took me. I don't bleep nothing. It's just all personal, whatever you're comfortable with. So, um, yeah, it's. I've been trying to get out to more shows, and it's more about just comfortability for me. Like, if. I have an issue going to shows where I don't know anybody, where it's like, oh, I'm just kind of here by myself. This is weird. But if my buddy calls me back in New Mexico and it's like, hey, so-and-so's in town. You want to go catch a show? Yeah, I'm going to drive eight hours to go catch that show. So, What a funny creature. I know, right? I drove eight hours to see Saliva for ten bucks. So, I like that, though. Yeah, it's, it is what it is. But... Once again, thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate really. you. And uh, hopefully once the uh, album releases, we can get you on the podcast. And Most certainly. When there's not so much sensory overload with the loud music and all that fun stuff. Thank you. But really appreciate you. Thank you so much. We'll catch you all later with some more great musicians on the podcast.